Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. Today, we'll be talking about four ways that you can be present while you are relieving stress and anxiety. Being present is such an important part of being able to move our nervous system back to its natural state of peace and calm. And one of the places where we move ourselves away from being present is when we become attached. Attachment to the material world and trying to accomplish more, doing more. It can really prevent us from focusing on being and being in the present. I spoke the other day, yesterday actually, with a former group coaching member who we were just checking in. It's been a while since we had touched base. I'm actually going to have him on the show in the future. But we were talking and I asked him, what do you see coming up for you in the future? What? How do you go forward from here? And he really thought about it. it took some time. I took a few breaths and he said, I'm going to just be being. I'm going to do being. And I was just thrilled to hear that because he didn't need to have any great big goals in front of him to be chasing, and he didn't feel the need to be doing, overdoing. He was very happy with his life and accomplishing quite a bit, doing things that he hadn't been able to do for years because of his anxiety. But he wasn't chasing it. It was all coming from the being the being that he is. So we can look at it as goals and forward thinking having its place, but it can also really start to flare up our anxiety. Being driven, it it can be good. We can be someone who accomplishes a lot. It's the person who gets things done, but focusing too much on the future and getting ourselves out of the present moment can cause more anxiety by worrying about things that don't or will not happen. It gives us that future thinking. We're living in the future. And we, when we notice that we're doing that, we need to bring ourselves back into the present moment. Anxiety is so deeply rooted in our imagination imaginary thoughts, stories that we tell ourselves, in things that are not real. And so the antidote to that is what is real and what is right in front of us. And what is it that we can use our senses to be in touch with? That is where 
we can bring ourselves back. We call it grounding, bringing yourselves back into using your senses. And there is less anxiety there. Anxiety is happening to us in the future, in our imaginary thoughts and the stories, of course, that we tell ourselves. It feels like the bad things that are expected um, will happen and that they are real. This is what's happening um, when we are using that imagination. We begin to expect it. It becomes almost like a negative prayer, you know, putting out that negative thought over and over again. And the body and the mind Uh, you know, are living as if it is real, as if it is happening. That's how your body can actually go into fight or flight from a thought that you are having. So mindfulness and presence in the moment can actually help us a lot. And it can help us minimize our future-oriented thoughts that really are the things that take us down the anxiety wormhole. Mindfulness does not require that you become a monk or a nun or that you live in solitude or on a mountainside, that you sit on a pillow or can do yoga. It means that you take time in your life to be with what is. Many people have moments in the day in which they are very present and in the moment, and they are unaffected by worries and anxieties. And you want to be able to cultivate this for your life. You want to be able to find those moments in your day. And these are what I call mindful moments. They are, you're not sitting in meditation for your formal practice. These are the informal practices that I talk about. Finding those moments in your day which you are very present, and they just become a part of your life. It isn't like you have to go enforce it or really think about it. You do it enough, it becomes a beautiful new habit that is in your life. And the more mindful you are, the more easy it is for you to stay in the present moment. So you can still plan, you can do everything you need to do. You can actually do it better because you are not living in fear by living in the future. So you want to try to make a shift from what if thinking to what is thinking. So when you find yourself thinking, what if the world falls apart tomorrow? Or what if my boyfriend leaves me? Or what if my child gets hurt? Or what if this cold is really something bigger than that? Everybody has their own story with their what if. So when you notice that what if, change it to what is. What is right now is I have a cold. What is right now is my boyfriend is here with me. I know many people struggling in relationships with their anxiety, losing the precious moments of being with a wonderful person because they are stuck in what if for the future with this person. Enjoy what is. Be with what is. And when you find the what if come up, you can shift it. Be conscious of it and say, hmm, what if? I'm going to let you go for a moment. I'm going to focus on what is. Mindfulness is an effort to do the opposite of our base instincts toward 
constant vigilance. And there's a reason for that. We're built like that. It's okay. You don't have to be thinking there's something wrong with you. You're broken uh, because you are someone who tends to look for the problem. That's all right. That's how we got to where we are. Vigilance, scanning the horizon, being aware of problems that might pop up. It's okay. But you also want to be able to be in the present moment and let your nervous system calm back down again. As you practice more and build an awareness, you'll spend more time in mindfulness and develop a sense of presence. It really does come with practice. So please keep continuing. And I want, cannot stress enough that a formal meditation practice will help you find the mindful moments during the day. So do both. And if you're only on your five minutes of meditation, that's great. Keep it going. Those with anxiety often perform better in immediate crisis situations because their vigilance is of use in the demands of the present moment, because there's not any time to look ahead and to worry about the future, but all that energy is forced into the present moment. Uh, This is very, very true, and I see it happen over and over again. So watch and see that in your own life. The crises, you can handle it. You do it. It's You're in it. It's all of a sudden when that tends to pass and you may be in a good place, everything is okay, then the imagination wants to take over. And that is not useful because that is just using up your precious energy on things that are not even possibly going to happen. Presence and mindfulness bring about successes and accomplishment. It is out of being that the doing that is required flows with more ease. I love the saying, be, do, have. I believe that's the way that it happens. That is the easeful flow. Be, then do, and you will have. So I want to give you some action steps to be in the present and to cultivate mindfulness. Number one, Observe events without judging them. You know, we talk about it here all the time, anxiety stems from judgment. So observe what's happening without judgment. Number two, integrate mindfulness activities into your daily life. And many of these are, you can make your own list. I would love to have you make a list and to actually send it in to us. Let us know or leave us a voicemail on the website. I have some ideas here. Walking the dog, mowing the lawn, gardening. I talked to a client today who's taken up gardening. She never thought she would be a gardener. She is loving it. It is probably giving her a beautiful place to be mindful. You can have a breath as you get into your car. Once you are seated in your car and the door is shut, take one mindful breath. Washing the dishes, feeling the warmth of the water and the softness of the soap and the bubbles. Fully immerse yourself in what you are doing. Number three, let go of expectations. You know, expectations are not often positive. We're not expecting the best. We often take that negative bent. Again, this is natural. And it, you know, what's the old saying that uh, 
you know, negative things stick to us like Velcro and the positive things slip off us like Teflon. So it just know that you are built like this, but that you can use your conscious awareness to give yourself more peace and to give yourself a moment for your nervous system to begin to calm down again. And number four, mindfulness meditation. Meditation fosters a new default of being present. This is why I love you to always continue your formal practice. Again, I would love to have everyone doing 20 minutes a day. That's going to take a while to get there, and that's okay. If you're doing 10, good for you. If you're at five, keep it going. Five is fabulous. And if you haven't reached the five-minute mark yet in your meditation for your formal time, keep to one minute. And I would love to be able to have you in the group where we could discuss this more. So consider joining and getting your questions answered every day. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. The things that matter most in our lives are not fantastic or grand. They are moments when we touch one another. And that's from Jack Cornfield. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 